Okay, guys, all right, places, ready for Kitten 1, and go! Another opening, another bloody show, am I right? Don't know what you mean, Gov. I find all this amazing. The way that normal people can become whoever they like for an evening. You have to admit, there's a certain magic in theatre. You must be new here. It's my first day, sir. Figures. Oh, it's certainly an experience, lad. And especially in this place, the Miskatonic Playhouse. A grand name for what is essentially a glorified musical. Even if theatre ghosts are ashamed to show their face in this pokey provincial place. You're having me on. There's no such thing as ghosts. The ghosts are the least of your worries if you believe what you see on this stage. Who's that? I need a reading. No, not just the usual kind. Uh, just the one card today, I'm afraid. Someone I know? Not yet. Past, present, or future? Present. I need to know how the family are getting on. The family seem to have gotten themselves into this predicament. Hmm. The hanged man. Interesting. This shows the family are suspended in a similar way. They are in a situation where they can't fight their way out, just as the hanged man dangles with no hope of relief. So do they. You can see at the far end of this rather large room that there is a flicker of a candle. Goodness me. The Reverend will take a step forward and kind of usher Anastasia behind him as he approaches this flicker of a candle, expecting there to be some kind of shopkeeper and say, ah, uh, good morning, good shopkeep. Uh, my name is uh, Reverend Trudeau, I believe. Uh, uh, our man Chambers has paid you a visit and he said, uh, you actually have a book for us. Is, is this correct? There's no reply, but as you move closer, you can see not just the candle flickering, you can now see that there's a silhouette of someone. You think, standing in the far, far corner of this larger room with these shelves, it's difficult because, you know, there are a few things distorting your view, but you can see the, the, the silhouette of someone standing there, almost standing, do you think the candle is perhaps on the floor and, and the silhouette is presented then up against the wall? Okay, he, he will approach whomever he can see. Anastasia, I imagine you're following? Very cautiously, she's a bit uh, concerned. You both move around the final bookcase cautiously, looking to see who is there, looking for a bookshop owner or a customer or someone that might be able to anyone. present themselves. Anyone. And you find someone. Hmm. You find Chambers. <sighs> but you find Chambers hanging his right foot in the air from the ceiling, his left tucked into the back of his knee, his head reaching down to the floor where the candle slowly, underneath his head, is burning his hair and his flesh. But unfortunately for Chambers, he has a note for you. But that note is pinned to his face with a six-inch nail 
driven through his eye and into his skull. That's certainly gruesome, but hardly supernatural. Nothing gets the audience going like a murder or two. So, Lucas, you are staring into the void. Yeah, he's looking down the void. The void is looking at him. He's going to point the baseball back somewhere behind the void towards the door. He's going to say, you crazy winch. This could have been everything for me. And he's going to say, show not to take you. And then he's going to swing at it. Oh, fantastic. You swing through the mist and you're enveloped by the mists. Suddenly you feel absolutely nothing at all. You're paralyzed in the moment and you feel the darkness completely overwhelm your senses. There is nothing but blackness. You're held firmly in place. Suddenly, there's an overwhelming cacophony of visions that fill your head. You experience the sudden pain of sensation after millennia of quiet nothingness. You experience a scared and confused dash through a small tunnel and then the brightness of the night. You envelop a man in front of you. You experience stories of the Shonach and alpacas protecting the sheep. You take your place as the ancient Shonach. You protect the community. You protect the sheep. So the first thing I'm going to need is a sand roll from you. Oh, wow, a sand roll from me? Yes, Lucas. Wow. You're not dead yet. I'm not quite dead. As a proud fail. 1d20 sand loss. <laughs> Shit. Oh, phenomenal. Okay. 1d20 sand loss, guys. That's for a fail. We failed the sand roll, 54 out of 40. Coming at you hot with a 12. 12 sand loss. So you are now definitely, indefinitely insane. Am, am, am I correct? Oh, yo, yeah, beyond the point of no return should be right Beautiful. Now. Okay, now you're going to make a contested power roll against the Shonach. Wow. Okay. Um, Just a regular success. Uh, so the Shonach has a hard success. Do you have 22 luck? I damn sure do, and I'm going to burn it like a boss. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> this is fantastic news. Uh, roll 1d10. Uh, six. Excellent. Uh, I'm glad to say, Lucas, that you've just gained six Cthulhu Mythos as you understand the concept of the formless nightmare taking on the memories of others and you're beginning to understand what sort of creature this is and you understand there are more things in this world than you care to name. You are, however, experiencing a bout of madness as you run screaming out of this black mist that is chasing you. And can you please roll me... About madness. Got your back. Violence. Yes. <laughs> you want to kill everyone and everything you see. If you meet another member of your investigative team, you're going to attack them with this baseball bat. For the sheep. Because clearly they have to be protected. Yes. They are sacred. Yes, just like an alpaca. Lucas, you are beating Gail to death with a bat. Yeah, he just has, he wants to be interviewed by Gail. So he's asking her, interview me, ask me questions. I have seen things you can't imagine. Bah, slam. Ask me a question. Bah. Oh, that's, so, that's so dark. So I'm going to take uh, a brawl with a bonus die Poor here Gail. because obviously Gail can't fight back. Please, mister. Uh, so it's plus one, so it's hard. You roll the 97 and an eight. 
that's a hard success. Oh, God. Sorry, Gil. I'll give 1d6 for the bat, and then do you have a damage bonus? Um, let's see the bottom of his sheet here. He shouldn't. His strength isn't that high. No, he shouldn't. All right, so it's simply 1d6 damage that you do to uh, Gail here. <laughs> yeah, that's, the leg. that's the other leg. Um, uh, so you do six damage. <laughs> yeah. Going for that other ankle now. Okay, Gail. Gail, is that half your hit points? Uh, that is not only half of my hit points, <gasps> but all of my remaining hit points. <laughs> Gail, can you give me a constitution roll to see whether or not uh, Lucas kills you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. What have you done? <laughs> Bloody hell. 85 over 45. Uh, Lucas, would you like to uh, narrate maybe the next 30 seconds or so as you uh, bleat, get, beat Gail to a bloody pulp on this roof? It's it's not as climatic or 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 haunt. It's probably more haunting than anything else. The bat keeps coming down until Gale isn't even recognizable anymore. Until Gale is pulp, but that doesn't stop that bat from coming down. And he's just begging her again and again. Interview me. It's my turn to be on the camera. Interview me. See, the hand of the grim old king reaches those you least expect. It's all part of the machinery of the spectacular. Are you making the orrery go <laughs> forwards or backwards? Uh, can I We're roll? We're an hour and a half in. Did you go into murder after 90 minutes already, Newman? It's My experimentation. God. It's experimentation. It's... She's already dead. Um, is uh, Arfie if he died? Who the hell is this? Um, can I? I'm gonna roll a d6 if it's odds. A lot better looking, that's for sure. Ah, that's why she's getting the old winky wink nudgy nudge. I'm gonna roll if it's uh, odds. I'm going backwards. If it's evens, we're going forwards. Uh, that's evens. We're going forwards. Excellent. Give me an operate a mechanical repair roll. Uh, okay. <laughs> But you promise the supernatural. All I've seen so far can be explained by the darkness in man's heart. Holy mankind is the true monster. It's the prevailing opinion playwrights have been foisting on us for centuries. But if you want big, scary creatures, watch on. Uh, Detective Walk Leroy is holding Walker and has pulled him away from this creature. Um, there is uh, Walker is sort of paralyzed, staring at it. The coin has now dropped to the ground. The creature with its tentacles and its sharp edges and its grey skin is sort of screaming. Give me a cult, Doctor. Okay. Yes, that's an eleven. Doc, something occurs to you. In, in the visions of what you saw, whatever they were, however they worked, whatever's been going on, violence begets violence begets violence. The markings and the signs are marks of violence. Everything in this room screams violence. You're not convinced adding to it is the only solution. And she starts to think. Uh, Dolores starts to think. She's spent her entire professional life specialising in the most horrific kinds of murder, horrific kinds of crime. Um, I imagine her occult knowledge comes from maybe she's seen some ritual murders as well. And this is like all that she's lived, her whole whole life, this is what she's lived. And she's just thinking, I'm tired. 
I am really tired of this. And maybe, maybe the Wabanaki knew this as well. Maybe this, this land is just so soaked in blood at this point that we need to do something to change it. And she thinks, look, whatever you are, we're sorry. Okay. We'll go. We'll, we'll, we'll tell somebody. We'll tell somebody to leave this land alone. This, this lake, it's yours. We'll go. Just, just, just no more. Okay. No more. We can't. We can't keep doing this to each other. Leroy cuts himself open, offers his blood to the thing, and suddenly it, the tentacles stop reaching for you. And suddenly they're all just like coming at Sergeant Leroy. And these like four different tentacles just pierce him from different sides and just tear him to pieces in a cacophony of violence, a celebration of this man's body as it is torn to bits. Just a complete, like, almost absolute prayer violence is taken out on this man. But what it does is it gives you the time and the space. And Sergeant Leroy, as your last thing for the group, please give me a luck roll. Oh no, you can't. You can't do that to me. You... I've spent so much luck tonight. <laughs> do you know how... Oh. Do you know how much luck I have left? How much? <laughs> Three. Three? Oh no! God. I, I'm gonna do it anyway, but... You're not doing them a favour. A 12 against a 3. I'm sorry. Oh. I couldn't do better. On ready with getting two. Go, go. Are you paying attention? Go. Sorry, sir. Anyway, where was I? Oh, he's gone. Hey, Charles, did you see where the new kid went? What new kid? You know, there's no one backstage but us two. I could have sworn there was someone else here. I was just talking to them. But of course. They can't have been. No one has visited us for decades. After all, they never did find our bodies. 